welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me as always is Court Winsett. Guten Tag. And Cameron Spinn. What's up, Katie? Okie dokie. So this episode is coming to you live. Not really live. You knew, you would not want to hear us live because Cameron has to make sure we sound better and edit us out when we accidentally swear or say something we shouldn't say. It's a beautiful train wreck live. <laughs> but we are coming to you the week before a fun big day and it's the first day of fall. Now you're probably going, uh, well, no, like some people like fall started in August. I mean, it's like the second the air changes a little bit and it gets a little bit cooler. The the air has not changed here. I don't know where people are living where the air is changing. (laughs) To be clear, in the South, the air doesn't change until like late October, early November. Well, but that's true. But you know, there's like a trend and it shifts and it's like, oh, they're coming. Fall. Pumpkin spice. Yes. <laughs> <It's> coming. <laughs> you know, by the time I hit October, even if it doesn't feel like the weather is better, because really, honestly, the reason I love fall so much is because the weather here does improve pretty, pretty significantly for at least a month and a half in the yeah. fall. You beat me to the punch, but can I clear the air here? Okay. Fall is, without a doubt, the best season, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not only the temperature, which is great, the scenery, you know, Mm -hmm. the reds and the oranges, and then the smell. So I edited this out in my intro, but (laughs) I was talking about there's a smell in the air. But, like, do y'all know what I mean? It's like burning leaves and just the crisp scent Mm -hmm. in the air. Yeah, there's a distinct smell that happens. So I used to spend a lot of time just running, biking, walking around the neighborhood. And it was always my favorite time to do that. Because there are always smells like what you're describing. Whenever you're going around the neighborhood in the fall, especially like if you're doing something on a Saturday, there are people oh, out barbecuing. Yeah. There's And I'm a very nostalgic person. And mm. that smell, that distinct fall smell just takes me immediately back to my childhood yeah. every time. I love it. So in this episode, this is kind of a fun one. We've got a fun list that's all around pumpkin. But later in the episode, we're going to kind of talk about first day of fall and the origin of that. But we're also going to talk about different things that tend to happen in fall and kind of some fun interesting facts and then of course we're gonna wrap it up with some good little financial nuggets for you but let's roll into this fun list you know shout out to nicole for putting together this awesome list for us or she didn't put it together but she found this for us and assembled and it's a great list ridiculous products that have taken pumpkin too far (laughs) i am intrigued Okay, we'll just round robin this. Pumpkin spice almonds. I, I read that and immediately thought to myself, wow, I might actually have to try that. I was about to <laughs> you say, like almonds. So, oh, yeah. so far, so good. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Like the earthy flavor. I, I would try it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next is pumpkin pie spice Pringles. That's a hard no for me. Uh, yeah, that's that's no like no. taking a salty and a sweet. Mm, I don't know about that. Hard no. This next one makes sense, but I don't like it. It is pumpkin pie spice candy corn. I don't like candy corn. Oh, I love I, candy corn. I mean, I don't hate candy corn, but it's kind of it's just basically biting down on a little block of sugar. So yeah, but it makes sense to me because pumpkin spice and candy corn just kind of go hand in hand. Sure. I mean, I like candy corn, but I, I may try. Okay, pumpkin spice hummus. No, ma'am. I mean, I guess it depends on what you were dipping it in or dipping in it. You know, I don't. Would you dip with like a graham cracker? Yeah, I mean, like you know, maybe maybe some some chocolate flavored graham crackers or something would go well with it. What about pita bread? 
Well, see, that's the thing. I don't think pita bread yeah. and it, I want my hummus and my, my pumpkin spices and my pita bread all going together. They're think, all willy-nilly. I think we need to talk about this. Pumpkin spice, it's not naturally sweet, right? We're thinking of like a latte that's sweet, but I think pumpkin spice is just like earthy, like allspice kind of thing, right? Yeah. Spicy flavors. So it's got some... It's not a sweet It's got a hummus. distinctive well, flavor I'll, to I'll it. skip ahead because there's... Pumpkin spice doesn't taste like pumpkin. There isn't even any real pumpkin in it either. Pumpkin pie spice is the mixture used in pumpkin pies. Today you can find pumpkin pie spice flavored lattes, donuts, cookies, candles, air fresheners. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, just a natural spice, but in my mind I keep thinking sweet because I'm thinking of that latte that Starbucks yeah. serves. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, you're up. Twinkies pumpkin spice. I mean, you know, okay. Yeah, I Maybe. see that. I mean, Oreos makes every flavor. Peeps pumpkin spice latte. Okay, so here's the thing about mm. Peeps. I, apparently, you are either a fan of Peeps or you are not. And apparently, the the fans can get rather worked up about the fact that they are Peeps fans. I am not a Peep fan. I'm not. I'm not either. I'll die on that hill. It's just yeah, a nasty I'm, marshmallow. Yeah. I don't like it. Okay, native pumpkin spice latte deodorant. We've officially crossed the line here. <laughs> okay, officially. no, but actually, th- think about this. I've always had kind of a, a, a weird take on this, but it might not actually be that bad. I mean, it's... It's, you're, you're putting on a deodorant to cover up, you know, the nasty smells. So why not smell like so pumpkin pie? So when Court starts smelling like pumpkin spice, we're going to know he's found this deodorant. I just don't want to smell like a like a Thanksgiving feast, you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'd mean, i see, I don't know what's wrong with that. I'd love to smell like a Thanksgiving feast all day long. You want people to walk around and be like, ooh, you smell mm, like a snack. You smell so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Philadelphia pumpkin spice cream cheese spread. I can see that. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Okay, mm. we skipped your Pumpkin sport. spice flavor greenies. Dog treats. Okay, so... I mean, the doggies need some. Sure, why not? Okay, and then here's a couple other weird ones. I mean, the... Hold on, let's go back to your cream cheese one. That's... Yeah, I can that see could that. Work. I can see that. Yeah. Put it on a bagel. That's no, fine. That okay, work. some other weird ones. So a pumpkin spice Listerine. Hard no. Nope. Hard no. Pumpkin spice bologna? Nope. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> That's just no. That's there. I, I just opened up a whole bag of nope. <laughs> Pumpkin spice spam. Gross. Now, okay, should we should we throw in here that we have actually had some spam that was rather delicious? We the, did. The one and only time I had it, and it was phenomenal. It was in Hawaii, and it's. Oh, let, let's set the scene. Okay. We had just finished playing disc golf in Hawaii, which is like my dream come true. Uh-huh. Uh, Katie Court, uh, our coworker Shelby, and David, and then another friend joined us. And we finished a rainy round of disc golf. And this friend, his wife drove up in her car and opened the trunk with reggae music playing and she had a picnic spread. Yep. And this picnic spread included sushi and a type of sushi that involved spam almost. Mm. It was like spam with rice. It was like teriyaki flavored yeah. spam that was grilled and it was delicious. And mm. it's like, it's one of their like favorite things over there. It was really, really good. Okay, uh, this next one, I mean, I might try it. Spiced pumpkin vodka. Okay, so this is the kind of thing where at the end of a very, very long party when all of the alcohol has been consumed and <laughs> you're looking left. for like one last drink, this is what's left and then maybe I would drink it. I mean, I guess if you got a pumpkin spice latte, you could maybe put some pumpkin spice vodka, vodka in, in it. it. Sure. Yeah. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. Again, I don't really strongly oh. object, but... Yeah, and I'm fine with this last one because Abby has actually gotten it and I'm a sucker for pumpkin scented things okay. like candles. Myers Clean Day Multi-Surface Pumpkin Scent. Mm. Just makes everything smell like fall. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... uh... So why does everybody (laughs) think of pumpkin spice as uh, a quintessentially fall-type flavor? What is it about it? It all started with, with one thing. I think we all know what it was. Starbucks. Starbucks. 
Yeah, the so, pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, so uh, this article I found said, the drink that launched a thousand memes, Starbucks infamous pumpkin spice latte, which actually turns 19 this year. That's kind of mind-blowing. Do That's you feel old now? Very, very old. 19 years we've been yeah. hearing about pumpkin spice latte, and it's kind of like they get your pumpkin spice latte and you put your uniform on. The leggings, the boots, the oversized sweater, the scarf, yeah. the hat. Yeah, it's like the official mascot for pumpkin spice anything is that, that girl, you know, the girl I'm talking about. <laughs> The oversized scarf and the hat and the hair that's just the long... You know what I'm talking about. So this trend has shown no signs of slowing down. According to rumors, the drinks actually returned August 30th. And so if you're listening to this episode, they've been around. They're already out there. Go ahead and go. And they're actually introducing or bringing back the pumpkin cream cold brew. Which is good. Is it good? It is very I good. I, I object to anything that this is, is So this is an iced brew. reincarnation of the pumpkin spice latte. No. So like... Us that like cold drinks and not hot. Yep, that sounds like for me. Yeah, it's got a really thick, sweet foam on top of it. Mm. Oh. Clearly, so many of these products, people are going to go for them just because they're pumpkin spiced or pumpkin pie. Think about, I'm kind of joked on it, but Oreo has come out with a different flavor every time you turn around. Same with, um, is it Lay's that does the different chips? Oh, yeah. Lay's and Ruffles. Like, mm. we'll do all different kinds, and it's just marketing. They're selling them. And it's the limited time. Try this. Although there is some Halloween Oreos. I don't think they're any different, but the icing is orange. Well, yeah. I mean, so they're, they're, they're different to me. Sure. They it's give like the, me a different feeling. It's like the pumpkin and Christmas tree Reese's. It doesn't taste any different, but there's it's good. More, no, there's more peanut butter. There is more peanut is butter. There? The peanut butter to chocolate ratio. Do not get me started. We're going to do an episode all about it. <laughs> the eggs and the hearts. And the well, the eggs definitely have more peanut butter in them. I mean, they they are just the chalk pumpkins, chalk full of, of peanut them. butter. But it, yeah, I don't, I don't listen. I'm kind of like when we circle back around and it's Christmas time and they're serving peppermint mochas and everything is peppermint. That's when I really get excited. Yeah. Pumpkin spice, I could take a leave. And back to your question about why, and I think we kind of answered some of it. Why pumpkin is like the official flavor of fall? There aren't a lot of options. I mean, you don't want turkey flavor stuff. Maybe, maybe <laughs> s'mores. I could see s'mores being yeah. the official flavor, but burned leaves. Like, what are we working with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a comfort. It's you think you've pitched your fall and you picture the leaves and pumpkins and yeah, so makes sense. Okay. So first day of fall is September 22nd. So that's next week. The autumnal equinox. Which usually occurs on September 22nd or 23rd. This year it's the 22nd. Next year it's actually going to be the 23rd. And it's only one of two days. The other is spring or vernal equinox. Yes. When the sun is directly above the equator, really just dividing night and day into equal portions. Yeah, the day and the night, it, it is dark for as long as it is light for that one day. It is, is supposedly completely equal. Balance. Yeah. On every other day of the year, neither the northern or southern hemisphere is inclined in the direction of the sun because the Earth's axis is tilted 23.4 degrees. This means that one hemisphere receives more sunlight than the other. Mm-hmm. Katie, every time I hear the word equinox, I think of our trip to Stonehenge. Right? Because when they built it, it played a part in the the summer, whatever, fall, winter. I don't know. I didn't pay attention enough, but it was beautiful. (laughs) We'll do a history lesson on that. (laughs) The term equinox, equinox, is that one of those that you can say both ways? I declare it so. Yes. Okay. It derives from the Latin for equal nights, which suggests that the day and night are exactly 12 hours each. 
But that isn't quite the case. Boo. <laughs> the day will actually be several minutes longer than the night because of variation in topography, which changed the height of the horizon, and because of atmospheric refraction of solar rays, which creates the illusion that the sun remains above the horizon longer than it actually does. Hmm. Science class. <laughs> I was like, there, there's a lot to unpack there. So from now until the winter solstice, days will shorten, nights will lengthen. So if you're a night owl, there you go. If you live in the Southern Hemisphere, by the way, it's the first day of spring. Must be nice. <laughs> While some may relish in the dropping temperatures of autumn, yes. the corresponding, they may be dreading the chill and the fleece foot soldiers that, what? Okay, this has lost me at this point. Anyways, so some of you are going to be having spring. Others are going to have fall. But this is kind of dread and doom. We just talked about we're excited that it's going to be fall. People that are down on cooler <laughs> temperatures uh, make me sad. Yeah, if there's a place in the world that is fall or it feels like fall all year round, please tell me where. So there's actually an old wives' tale that you can stand an egg on its end of the equinox. Well, yes, it's true and it's fun to try, but it's possible not only on the equinox. I also threw this one in there because I'm kind of a geek, or used to be, I'd love to get back into it, of the folklore and the myth and the Greek mythology. But for instance, the ancient Greeks believed the goddess Persephone returned to Hades in the underworld at the beginning of fall. In her mother's grief, each year the harvest goddess would cause the crops to die until she returned in the spring. I think that's kind of cool. The term itself derives from two Latin words, aqueous which means equal, and nox, which means night. The name was coined due to the equal length of day and night on the equinox. While it's not exactly the same, it's close enough and often differs by minutes. So according to the National Weather Service, the fall equinox in 2022 will happen at 9.04 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to really make the most of the day, set your clocks and enjoy your first pumpkin spice treat as soon as the time hits. I will be texting y'all. Be like, okay, it's 9.04. What y'all doing? It's come on, it's time. <laughs> Let's have a party. Eating my pumpkin spice almonds. There you go. Okay, some fun facts about fall. Only Americans call it fall. I actually have seen some tweets and Instagram posts and stuff about this, about how Americans were like, fall. Yeah, leaves fall. It's it's fall. <laughs> but uh, where others, you know, the season was originally just called harvest in autumn and came around much later in the 1300s when English poets started using the phrase the fall of leaves. It became very fashionable to call the season fall. But by the mid 1800s, after the split of the colonies from England led to language change, England reverted back to autumn and the Americans kept fall. Yes. Well, we had to, didn't we? <laughs> The tweet that I saw was funny of like how we're like, oh, we're in fall. And they're like, oh, we're in autumn. Do you think during the uh, the Boston uh, Tea Party, they had pumpkin spice tea? <laughs> I was just thinking about <laughs> the, the, the colonies. No. And so I digress. This is also a time when most people fall in love in the fall. The colder weather makes you want to cuddle with someone. If that, that is, is you, then garbage. you are far from alone. <laughs> So get ready to snuggle in the fall, Court and Cam. I just didn't. I just no, did some ma math, and based on when my my children were born, there was some snuggling in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh. Well. Should have named her Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Did you know there are more than seventy five hundred apples? There you mean are... like varieties of apples? There. Are, there. <laughs> well, are... Yes. There are types of apples. Yes, there, there are. Yes, there are well more than seventy five hundred apples in the world, but varieties of apples. No, that kind of surprises me. I can list maybe ten, and that'd be a stretch. Yeah, 
I mean... But that apples is another thing that a lot of people think about with fall. Yes. Like, that's very much like apple pies and, like, apple picking. A cornucopia of, you know, like, filled with apples and grapes. And you got a couple of pumpkins sitting off to the side there. And, I don't know, a head of lettuce or something. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> what else is in a cornucopia? So we talked about earlier the fall leaves, which did you realize that the colors are caused by sugar? So everyone loves those colorful leaf colors in the fall, the vibrant reds, the eye-popping oranges. But did you know that the color the leaves turn is based on how much sugar is in the leaves? That's why maple leaves are such brilliant red color. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I had no idea. That's very cool. There's, there's a method to why they turn the different colors. Daylight savings time. I threw this one in there thinking of you, Court. <laughs> Daylight savings time may be difficult to adjust to, but it could be a major bonus for your physical health. A 2008 study found that the rate of heart attacks fell on the Monday after the end of daylight savings times in the fall. Mm. The so, rate, let's, let's read that again. Yeah. The rate of heart attacks. So less people had heart attacks the day after daylight savings time in the fall, but on the, on the flip, flip side, side, heart attacks spike for the three days following daylight savings times start in the spring, which means that daylight saving time is actually bad for you. It's bad for your health and it should be stopped immediately. So it causes heart attacks, I guess is what this is saying. Well, I, I know traffic accidents increase right after we spring forward. Uh, heart attacks apparently go up. There's all sorts of there's all sorts of ill effects of the spring forward in the spring when we go into daylight saving time. And so I say we ban it. Let's ban it. Ban it forever. Katie, can I please have the next one? Based on my autumnal <laughs> equinox conceived child. I was child. Say, I was thinking of this when you said that. So please, please read about the, uh, yeah, the one I put ha 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 by. <laughs> okay, there are some very scientific and technical names in this. Uh, so if you don't like that kind of uh, uh, body talk, then tune out. Pumpkin pie is more than just a pleasant reminder of autumn. It's also an aphrodisiac. Katie, what's an aphrodisiac? It's a love potion. It makes you feel spicy. Yep. Love potion number nine. In a landmark 1995 study, researchers at the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation set that's, out to... Hold dis- on. That's a fun foundation. <laughs> it is. They set out to discover which scents aroused men the most, and they found that the smell of pumpkin pie mixed with lavender was the most powerful turn-on, increasing penile blood flow by an average of what? 40%. My lanta. Katie, have you ever typed that in a bullcast outline? <laughs> and I wasn't sure it was going to make it into this episode. It has officially made it. Okay, so uh, keep that in the back of your mind, y'all. Lavender and pumpkin pie scent. So even the biggest dessert fans wouldn't have been a match for the biggest pumpkin pie ever created, Guinness Book World Record. This pie was 20 feet in diameter, weighed 3,699 pounds, and required 440 sheets of dough, and this was made in Ohio back in September of 2010. That's that a big is old a pie. large pie. That is a massive, massive pie. And this last little fun fact um, for you who go and, oh, I hate when the leaves fall. It's dreaded. You've got to rake them. Oh, I do hate that. <laughs> well, according to this, then you might think that you've got to rake them. But really, that's actually not the case. In reality, those leaves insulate the seeds in the ground below and provide them with nutrients they break down and decay. So That's why I see I, I knew I was right just not raking. I just don't <laughs> rake and then it, it, I don't have this problem. So we're, we're doing our lawn a disservice by raking? Yeah. A quick shout out to the town of Collierville. If you live here, you can just blow your leaves to the street instead of bagging. That's really cool. 
It still sucks, but it's better than bagging. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I didn't put on here, but it talks about how squirrels, you know, squirrel away their nuts, but they forget where they put them. So then that's why we have all these trees because there's just, they just forget where they put their nuts. Okay. So let's throw them a little, a little bit of a fall uh, financial fun yeah. fact because we are a financial podcast after all. Was that yeah. a quadruple F? <laughs> <laughs> So this was a list of seven steps for your fall financial checkup. And um, a lot of this is like, y'all are repeating it again, but it's just, hey, it's fall. It's a nice little checkup. And we've got some fun little things to add to it. Sure, sure. Number one, plug that budget leak. Okay, what that means is pretty much just like regroup, look at it, take an evaluation and figure out if you're needing to tighten the budget or change stuff up, what are you buying too many pumpkin spice lattes? Mm. Like really what's happening here? And... I kind of wanted to take this time to say something about the investment and what you're investing your money in and when you're trying to prioritize where to find money. I have a good friend, she's a hairdresser, and she posted this meme that was kind of cool. Obviously, it was geared towards her being a hairdresser, but it said $300 a service times, you know, X amount of times, annual investment $1,000. And then it had $6 coffee times X amount of time, annual investment $1,500. And it's like, but people complain about the hair, but yet you wear your hair every day. Mm -hmm. So I know that's kind of funny and it's tongue in Actually, I technically don't. I mean, my hair is just, I'm wearing less and less of it every day. So, <laughs> hey, you know. It's a funny little thing, but it, it, it puts it in perspective of where you're spending your money. And obviously for most females at least, and it could be males too, like hair is a priority, you're wearing it every day, so you might want to put a little investment into that versus yeah. a drink that once you drink it, it's gone. And My drink brings me happiness. My hair brings me sadness. I'll keep doing the drinks. Thank you. Thank you very much. But I will also say plugging budget leaks in the fall is, very, is made very easy by the fact that my children leave in the fall to go back to school, and they are quite easily the largest budget drain we have during the summer they just our money just flies out the windows we just don't know where it goes it's just kids going crazy with the money i, I would think that would be people not with kids in college too because in the summer like you're trying to keep them busy and it's just throwing money at stuff and yeah and traveling a lot yeah. of people vacation during the summer and stuff like that so and it sort of brings us to the the next one on the list um at the end of the summer when you when you see all of that spending is going back down because you're plugging those leaks or whatever else you're not traveling as much look at your summer debt look at everything you've accumulated and if you need to according to step two consolidate that summer debt yeah. now we are as we have said many times debt is a useful tool but only if used wisely. So we're not advocating that you accumulate significant amounts of debt, certainly not accumulate any sort of credit card debt, pay those credit cards off at the end of every single month mm -hmm. so that you are not charged interest. But, you know, if you did accumulate some debt over the summer, like for instance, my wife and I just had to buy a new car, so there's that. But if you got that debt, you can make sure that according to this, in any way that you have consolidated that summer debt and make sure that you are paying toward paying it off. Nothing screams fall more than creating a mock tax return. <laughs> that's, oh, my That's Lord. step number three on this checklist. Well, and it's, you know, y'all remember back at that tax episode, you need to be repairing all year round. Um, we actually just, I was helping a client earlier who's trying to make sure they're withholding enough. Now, of course, we're in September and it's a little late now because you've had a huge chunk of this year already, but 
It's never too late to at least make sure for the rest of the year you're set up appropriately. And it's also, it's, you know, an opportunity, depending on what you've got, to look at your retirement accounts, see if maybe you need to max them out or change allocations or things like that. So it's a good kind of, you think about like New Year's Day is kind of a restart, even though it's just the next day, it's a restart. So fall can be a restart, kind of look at things, evaluate and move into the new season and see what's to come. Check your credit report. That's number four on this list. Duh. Be aware. What have we said? We said there are three different credit report agencies. You can get your credit report for free from each of those three credit report agencies once a year. So you should be able to check your report three times a year for free. And if you just set it up in blocks of four months, check it in, I don't know, every four months. (laughs) Just, Just be aware of it. I mean, obviously, you don't have to use your credit score until you're financing something. Mm -hmm. But the reality is you've got to be working on it the whole time because you never know when you're going to have to finance something. Well, not only that, but you want to make sure that you're aware if there's anything that is not correct that shows up on your credit report and that does happen, then you want to make sure that you take steps to get it removed. Yeah. Okay. Number five, compare service providers. An interesting one. I'm not a fan of this one, but it's because it just seems time consuming. It is kind of one of those like, are you getting the best bang for your buck? You know, look Mm. at, do you need to change something that's just not working for you? That's costing you a lot of money. Is there a better internet provider? Things like that. Yeah. Okay. Number six. Prepare for open enrollment. That's retirement accounts. Think about that and making sure that you don't miss the window. Well, also, I mean, another thing that frequently happens is is health. A lot of times people's open enrollment for health insurance is, is in the fall. So... Um, if you need to look at whether or not you're changing your coverage or whatever, that's the time to do it. And this last one is set your holiday budget. Now I'm one not to try and mix holidays, but we're going into fall, which is then Halloween and Thanksgiving. And before you know it, it's Christmas. And so preparing now, knowing you've got some big expenses coming up for Christmas. And with this, I kind of want to give the example of leveraging, you know, that OPM episode we did, other people's money and really looking at your options. And in fact, I I have debates frequently with some of my family members about this, how, yes, you may have the cash to be able to buy the new TV or new chairs or something like that. But if you have the opportunity to set up a financing option that's 0% for 12, 24 months, It is much better to take advantage of that, have that where you just have that monthly payment of, you know, a hundred bucks or something. So then you leave that other cash available for life happens. Something else comes up or you have to buy Christmas gifts because you're going to kick yourself if you go, oh, I just bought a $2,000 TV and took out $2,000 of my bank account. But then you go, oh, crap. Now, I don't have that that I can pay for daycare, gifts, or things like that. Now, obviously, you should have your emergency fund set up. Yeah, But still, it's like, if you've got an opportunity to get 0%, take it. This is a point that we have probably hammered on as as much as any other point that we we hammer on uh, over the course of all of these episodes of podcasts that we've done. For once, I will play devil's advocate and say, you know, being a person who just went out and purchased a car... Um, the idea of financing that car versus paying cash for it, it really hurts when you start thinking about, oh, we're going to have 
we're going to have to pay this monthly payment for, you know, every single month for the next 60 months. And just, you know, that idea that we've got that cash outflow going every single month for the next 60 months drives me absolutely insane. Just thinking about it. I'm like, ah, just pay it off. (laughs) But it's a smart financial decision, especially with a low interest rate. It really is. And it's, I mean, I know that's very much, as y'all have heard, I've done the behavioral finance. Like it's a behavioral thing because it is a having that debt per se carrying over you, but it's opportunity of your capital could be available for something else. And so it's, you know, I'm not saying go open a credit card at every possible company just to get the financing. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Because it's, I mean, you could drop, like, that could end up hurting you. Of Like, oh, well, I opened up a Best Buy credit card to buy this, and I opened up a Home Depot to buy this, and I opened up Target to do this. Yeah, remember, your credit score is going to reflect how much credit you have open, but also how much credit you have used. So if if you've got a lot open, but it's all used on different things because of whatever, then that can hurt. Yeah. But I mean, if it's like, if you were going to need to buy a new TV or buy something big from Home Depot and you knew that Home Depot was somewhere you frequent or Best Buy was somewhere you frequent, that might be a good opportunity for you to sign up, get that card and finance the option. Again, just make sure that you follow all the rules. Make sure that the balance is paid off before whatever the cutoff day is that that they come back to you and say, oh, you didn't pay it off in time. We're going to throw all of that interest back on there. Yes. Um, make sure it's paid off. And if they say six months, pay it off in six months. You know, Or pay it off in five. Like, we'll, Or pay it yeah. off in five. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, they, these are all possibilities, potential ways for you to effectively use your money. Now, it only works if you're using that money, saving it for, for emergencies or using it for some other thing. You know, if you're just taking that extra money and going out and blowing it on yeah. eating out from a restaurant every night, then it's six to one, half dozen to the other. Yeah. But I mean, circling back to this number seven of setting your holiday budget, September, you've now got enough time that you can kind of talk to your families, figure out how are we doing gifts this year? Or are we getting everybody a gift? What, what do you want to do? So then you can kind of start mentally preparing and allocating the money that's going to be spent. And so December doesn't creep up on you and you just blow the budget completely. This has kind of been a random episode. Lots of fall. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> Throats of finance in the end, but pumpkin spice in the beginning and, you know, sprinkled a little spice throughout. Lord. <laughs> Cameron got so spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Abby's okay. going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are y'all ready to bullseye this? Uh, what, what is your bullseye, Katie? <laughs> Pumpkin spice can be delicious, but it can, it can also be gross. <laughs> I mean, if you have to bullseye this, then um, obviously know that there is a huge marketing out there for anything pumpkin spice labeled. Yes. They're going to probably have a pumpkin spice special tax on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the pink tax. The yeah. The pumpkin spice tax is real. They charge more for, for pumpkin spice and they charge more for making your healthcare products pink for some reason. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's just be aware of that. And if you're totally fine with it and you want to get your pumpkin spice latte, do it. Have fun with it. Just know that it fits into your budget and you're not completely blowing it just because you got that pumpkin spice bug and you're seeing pumpkin 24-7.
Here's my bullseye. It's absolutely nothing to do with anything that we said today, but if you are a couple that doesn't have school-age children, that you are required to stay in one place for the fall, the fall is an excellent time to travel, to really take in the beautiful leaves or the, you know... The, absolutely. Going to the beach in the fall is actually way more pleasant to me than going in the summer when you just go and <laughs> boil and bake on the sand. You know, it's it's got you got a fall breeze coming off the ocean. It can be really, really gorgeous. I say my bullseye is if you can travel during the fall bullseye that's a good one I, I don't really have one other than just really soak in the beautiful weather because not long ago especially in the south we had a 112 degree heat wave that would not end to soak it up guys yeah. and football oh, yeah yes. football but uh, 9.04 Eastern, 9.04 p.m. Eastern is when, September 22nd, mm. everyone prepare. Yes, Equinox. It's going to be great. I know what I'll be doing. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, there's the closing bell. You've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast beam directly to your listening device every single Thursday at noon. If you'd like to find out more about Cameron, Katie, or Court, please feel free to go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. You can leave us a comment, suggest a topic you'd like to hear more about, or just, you know, talk some trash. We're, we're here for it. Whatever you want to do. Uh, if you like pictures, please feel free to go to Instagram and check out our Instagram handle. That's at Bullcast Podcast. And also, we have a Twitter handle. I really don't know what goes on over there, but we have it. It's at Bullcast Podcast as well. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, Katie, Cameron, and I all work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about what we do there, more about our amazing team and our boss, David Pickler, please feel free to go to that website. That address is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I've given you everything you need to go forth and be merry. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out. 